The Penguins are back in action on Wednesday night. And because of that, Pat and I are going to preview the game against the Detroit Red Wings right after this. Your Locked On Penguins. Your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. As always, I am one of your hosts, Hunter Hodes, joined by the wonderful Patrick Damp. You can follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. You can follow Pat's Twitter at Cinnamon for Wet. And you can follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. Of course, thank you all so much for making this your first listen slash watch of the day. So Penguins have their second to last preseason game on Wednesday night. And yes, I will actually be there for that game. I got offered a free ticket by one of my friends. So super excited to go. And I know three quarters of PPG Paints Arena is going to be empty, but I will still gladly go to a hockey game anytime. And I can check out everyone that's going to be playing tonight. But a lot of the regulars, Pat, not going to be playing in this one. So a lot of the AHL guys are some of the fringe roster players. It looks like the lineup for tonight Ren Pitlick redeems Zahorna and Alex Nylander. So Zahorna and Nylander getting another big chance to show that they belong on this team come next week. Austin Wagner, Colin White, Vinny Hinostroza on the second line. Jansen Harkins, Sam Poulin, Valtteri Pustin on the third line. And then Avery Hayes with Andreas Janssen. And I apologize if I mispronounce his name. Jonah Kop- Kopinen, I believe is how you say that name. I Again, I apologize if I butchered that name. And then the defenseman rotated a little bit but it looks like again a lot of the AHL players playing in this one but super excited for someone like Zohorna who I thought played pretty well in that game and up in Nova Scotia Alex Nylander draws back in curious to see how he builds up on everything and then of course Pustin and Poulin big opportunity for them tonight as well yeah this game is shaping up to kind of be the quote-unquote bottom six battle preseason game where yeah we're going to really find out here what a lot of these guys are bringing to the table and they're going to get extended looks and extended chances because like you said, none of the big guns up front are playing. So I do, like we said, I do think uh, big Z has played his way onto the roster, but it'll be a chance for him to make a bit of a difference in an elevated role. Alex Nylander is going to have a big shot to show what he can do. I think he's had a solid camp. Uh, I do think it was telling that he didn't play in Nova Scotia because it kind of gives us an idea of what they think of him. But again, I say this all the time. You can't take a ton away from a preseason lineup because until the roster is set, the roster is not set. So good looks here for a lot of guys who are vying for a bottom six role up front. And we're going to see the likely backup goalie starting the whole game in Alex Nadelkovich. So we're going to see a lot of role players get their chance to prove they belong at the NHL level tonight. Another one, the the latest waiver pickup, Jansen Harkins. Is he going to get his Penguins debut tonight? Curious to see how he looks. And of course, Colin White, a player who I've been pretty intrigued about during camp in the preseason signed to a PTO is this the game where he makes his mark and shows that he belongs on the roster come next week? I've seen a lot of people, I guess, freaking out right now just because you know, the preseason we're approaching the end and there's still quite a few players on the team. You've seen a lot of call-ups and all that good stuff. 
and oh, the bottom six is not going to be that good this year and all that. But we still got two games left in the preseason. Got to let some of these guys show what they can do. And that, especially for tonight, has to be the case. Yeah, another player that I gotta, I'm got i going to keep a really close eye on tonight is going to be Ty Smith because right. he cleared waivers. He's still on the training camp roster. He's getting a chance to play tonight. And you and I talked about this. Elliot Friedman spoke about Ty Smith on 32 Thoughts and said the big deal with him is a lot of guys look at him as he's not willing to compete. He's got the skill. He's got the pedigree. But the guy just doesn't want to compete. And that's not my opinion on him. That's what I've heard about him. And that's what Elliot Friedman said he had heard about him. So tonight's kind of a way to say that, hey, this is the first day of the rest of your hockey life. So go out there and show the detractors that, yeah, you will fight for a spot. You will be willing to say, actually, no, I belong in the NHL level. I belong to be a serious candidate to make an NHL roster. So this is kind of proving ground for him. Can he turn that reputation around? Can he make a bigger mark than he has so far? Right. And outside of that, you still have the number six defenseman spot up for grabs and both players, it looks like are going to be playing tonight in Chad Weedle and Mark Friedman, who is going to show that they belong in that number six spot. That's going to be really curious as well. Xavier Lett is going to be playing. Libor Hayek gets another shot. I think at this point for Libor Hayek, he's probably not going to make the team out of training camp. We all kind of assume that even when he signed that PTO, there just wasn't a lot there. They were kind of just giving him that PTO you know, just to see if he can make it at some point in the NHL, just probably not with the Penguins, I should say, but maybe he'll latch on to another team after he gets released, or maybe he'll sign a two-way contract with the Penguins. We'll start the season down in Wilkes-Barre. I just don't see a fit for him on the Penguins right now, but you know, with Freeman and Ruedel, Time's ticking on both of them to see who is going to get that number six spot. And it's a big chance for them because you look at who Detroit's bringing to town tonight. And lot, not all of them, but this is another opportunity where a bunch of guys who are going to be NHL regulars for the Red Wings are going to come to town tonight yep. with guys like Fabry, Zarnick, Raymond, uh, Larkin, Sprong, Debrinkat, Petrie. So most either. Mo Sider. These are guys who are going to be on the Detroit Red Wings this year when they take the ice for the regular season. So while the big names aren't going to be playing for Pittsburgh, this is a chance for the guys on the Penguins who are dressing tonight to show that the show that they can and how they stack up against NHL competition. Agree. And I always like these kind of games, especially for the Penguins going up against competent NHL talent. See what you can do against really good players in a Dylan Larkin, in a Mo Sider, in a Jeff Petrie, Alex Dabrinkit, all these other guys. In fact, I actually think when the Penguins ice one of these AHL or whatever you want to call it, a C, C minus lineup, they actually play better because these players coming in here, going up against those competent NHLers, well, some of them, they don't have as much to lose because you know some of them know that they're probably not going to be on the roster to start the year. So they're like, okay, I'm going to go out there, play free-spirited, show what I can do, leave it all out on the ice. Obviously, for some other players, you know, they are playing for jobs this year, and, you know, they're going to be playing their butts off too. But I still think overall, when you ice a lineup like this against a better team, no matter who it is, like the Red Wings, for example, probably bringing their B team or all that stuff, 
that other team tends to play up to that level of competition. Heck, we just saw it last week. Remember in Detroit, the Penguins played a similar kind of lineup against the Red Wings. We're playing a good chunk of their starters. And that was a one goal game. I thought the Penguins played really well in that game, especially Redeem Zahorna. He was fantastic. Him, Valtteri Pustin, all those guys. And Sam Poulin too. So I think this has the makings of a potential really good game. And whether it's conscience, conscious or subconsciously, players, when they have the big names in the lineup in the preseason, it's easy for a lot of those hiccups, a lot of those mistakes to get papered over because you have the big talent playing alongside you. You don't have that safety net tonight. So tonight is a night where some of these guys who are vying for NHL jobs have to prove, hey, I can play without that big talent supplanting me. I can be a contributor on this roster. And when you compare it to your opponent who is playing NHL level players, it's a big proving ground for these guys. So you're right. This is, this has the makings of what could be a pretty solid preseason game, especially because we'll get to learn a lot more about some of the guys who are suiting up for the Penguins tonight. Right. And I always, I think, enjoy these kind of games maybe at least a little bit more and i know preseason hockey is not for everyone i understand that but i would say i kind of enjoy more of these games compared to some of the other games that we've seen the past couple days where some of the big guns have drawn in because they're really not playing for anything at this point you know they're obviously working on the power play but they have their places in the lineup cemented they're obviously not going to be giving a hundred percent in those games heck pat would they even be giving 90% in those games? Probably not. You're kind of, it's just kind of an, again, it's like a warm up match. But for these players, this means a hell of a lot more, which Big is why chance. I'm really excited. Yeah. But I think that does it for the preview for the game against the Detroit Red Wings. Starts at seven o'clock Eastern time. And yes, it will be on Sportsnet Pittsburgh, the first home broadcast for the new network. So if you don't have cable, like Pat or I, you'll have to figure out something else. And for everyone that is listening slash watching, if you don't have cable, the same applies to you all. But that will do it for this first segment. Coming up in the second segment, Jake Gensel took contact in practice on Tuesday. Is it getting even closer to playing? And could he be available for that first game next week? Well, Pat and I are going to discuss that. But before we get into that, we got to discuss Indeed. It is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. If you hate waiting, well, Indeed's US data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. You can visit Indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring right now. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on. One more time. Indeed.com slash locked on. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. All right, we're back here on this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I am Hunter Hodes, joined as always by the wonderful Patrick Damp. So Jake Gensel practiced again on Tuesday and with a different jersey this time. Looked like he took some small contact. So he's been cleared for a little bit of contact, not I think a full capacity of contact just yet, but it's another step for him in the recovery. And again, 
reading the tea leaves. I said it last week. I'll say it again here. He might be available before that timeline of the fifth game, fifth or sixth game of the regular season. All signs point towards that, doesn't it? It really looks like this guy might be ready to go earlier than expected. I don't want to get anybody's hopes up and have them think that, hey, if you got tickets to opening night, like Hunter and I do, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, that you're going to see Jake Gensel suit up that night. But I also said this before on this show. I think they are going to play this very carefully because Stanley Cups are not won in October. You can make some statements in October, but you're not going to win the Stanley Cup. So it's going to be more imperative for this team to have Jake Gensel when they're going down the stretch run in February, March, April, than it will be to have him in October. Plus, again, softer schedule to open up the year. Not a ton of divisional opponents, not a ton of contending teams coming to town, or they're not going to them. So you don't need him right away. And you also don't want to find out that you rushed him forward and he re-aggravates an injury that he just had surgery on. So at this point, it's very positive news, and it does seem like he's going to be available sooner rather than later, which is great news for this team. But at the same time, the way I see this is they're not going to rush him, but he will be back sooner rather than later. Right. And I said it last week. We've been saying it for a while now. You can't rush someone back from an injury like this. You risk having him have a setback, which would obviously be really bad news. So they're working him in slowly but surely. He took a little bit of contact. You can't go zero to 100 with something like that. Again, you run the risk of having a setback there. So easing him in, letting him take a little bit of contact, see how his body, especially his ankle, reacts to it. And if it's good, okay, bump him up to a little bit more contact. Same thing happens there. Okay, you can bump him up a little bit more and so on and so forth until it's a full contact capacity. Then you can see how the ankle responds to that. But you know, just looking at some of the videos on social media, it honestly doesn't even look like he's hurt. But it just looks like he is skating beautifully. He's ripping the puck like it's nothing. He is looking like the regular Jake Gensel. And that's obviously great news for the Penguins. I'll keep saying it. They are a completely different team. When he is on the ice, you take out a player who scores 40, 45 goals a season. That that team is just not going to be the same. But the fact that there's a good chance, it looks like, that he might be available sooner than expected. Just great news for the Penguins. And when he comes back, that bumps someone down the lineup and I think only makes them deeper. And the biggest thing I think that they're going to have to worry about here more than anything is conditioning. Because he started camp kind of in the no-contact jersey. He was skating before the sessions got going with some of the other injured guys. And while you can't simulate a game, even with the healthy players, you also have to factor in that he hasn't been part of the camp at large. So he's not in a lot of the drills. He's not in a lot of the workouts. He's not doing all that because he's working in a different capacity to help rehab the ankle injury that he's recovering from. So that's another factor that has to be considered is that they have to get him up to game speed. They have to get his conditioning in the place it needs to be to be a top six winger because 
he's going to play 22, 23, 24 minutes a night. And if he's not in the shape to do it, which I'm not insinuating Jake Gensel's out of shape, pro athlete, even when even with injury, these guys find other ways to work out and stay in shape unless they're completely hung up and incapacitated. But you have to make sure all of it is there. You have to make sure the lungs are there. You have to make sure the legs are there. You have to make sure just the general fit is there because it's really hard to drop a player into the middle of the lineup when they haven't been part of the cohesive camp as a whole. So that's another thing to keep in mind is they are going to have to make sure not only is he healthy, but he's conditioned well enough to start playing games. And he's not a player that you ease back into the lineup. Right. You're not going to put him on the fourth line and give him 10 minutes a night. No. When you have Jake Gensel in the lineup, you want him stapled to Sid's wing and playing 22, 23, 24 minutes a night. And his conditioning will probably only get even better. You know, the more game reps he gets whenever he does come back, obviously it's going to hurt him a little bit that he's not getting any preseason game reps. I mean, he's not going to be playing later this week in the Penguins final preseason game, but you know, with his conditioning, hopefully good when he does come back, I do think it's only going to get better. Once he gets more game reps, shifts, shifts under his belt, excuse me, it's only going to be up from there for him. And you're right. You're not going to put him on the third or fourth line. Maybe if he was out for, I don't know, five or six months during a season, you would maybe do something like that. But you're starting the season. He's been skating for a while now. It should be fine with that. You want you want him to you want him to be full go once you put him in. You yes. don't want to ease him back in. Yeah, and you obviously want to make sure that angle is 110%, that there's no setback or anything like that. But I think that'll do it for this second segment. Coming up to end the show, P.O. Joseph got hurt in Nova Scotia, but doesn't sound like it's that serious of an injury considering he skated earlier today. But before we get to that, we got to discuss FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season right now. That's FanDuel, the official betting partner of the NFL and locked on. All right, we're back here on this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I am one of your hosts, Hunter Hodes, joined as always by the amazing Patrick Dam. So it doesn't look like P.O. Joseph's injury is that serious. He was skating on Wednesday morning, Looked a bit gimpy during that game earlier in the week. Took, like, blocked a shot or something like that and then took that nasty hit from Matthew Joseph. P.O. was lining up to hit his brother and then he got the worst of it. But it seems like based on him practicing just two days after with the main group that's not going to be playing tonight, Pat, looks like good news, hopefully. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it was that serious. Plus, we got to keep in mind that it definitely looks like he's won the number five spot. So he doesn't really have anything left to prove. He doesn't have to push through injury to show that he's worthy of a spot or do anything crazy to earn his place in the lineup. So better safe than sorry when it comes to POJ. Make sure he's ready for when Chicago comes to town in about a week. And just rather than risk it, let him heal up. Let him get back to 100% for when the serious – hockey that actually means something starts 
right. There's really no reason to play him the rest of the preseason. You can just get him the reps to end training camp, get him the reps for practice for the regular season, and then just make sure he's good to go for next Tuesday against Chicago and then beyond. Because as you said it, he's won the number five job for the Penguins defenseman group. And we just got to see who's who he's going to be playing with once the season gets underway. Plus, man, I, I just we got to talk about the the hit. One of the most embarrassing things that can oh my happen God. <laughs> as a hockey player is you go to line up a hit and you just bounce off of a guy. And to add insult to injury for P.O., it didn't happen against just anybody. It happened against his brother. So once again, these two are playing one another in a game that gets a bunch of national attention and something happens between them. It just reminds me of what happened last year when they, him and his brother took the matching penalties for the game up in Ottawa yeah. and the camera pans to his parents and their dad is just like this with his arms out. Like what the heck just happened? And I wish Sportsnet Pittsburgh did the same thing here. Cut to the dad who I wish he had the same reaction. It would have been hilarious because that was all over social media when that occurred. I think the same thing would have happened here. Something yeah. funny always happens when those two go at it. And again, I loved how P.O. was like, you know what, Matthew? I'm going to get you here. I'm lining you up. And then, boom, he just gets bulldozed. <laughs> oh, it was so bad, man. I felt so bad for the kid. But you know what? It, it looks like he's going to make the team, and he seems like he's going to be all right. So no worse for wear. But, Hunter, there is one th last thing that we have to remind people about that we are just one week away from doing. What's that, Pat? The first ever Warrior Helmet Wednesday segment. Oh, yes. We are going to crown our MVP of the week. And, well, to be fair, we're only going to have one game to choose from. But that's how these things start. And just so you got, you listeners here of Locked On know, it's not going to be just confined to us. We want to hear from you in the YouTube comments, on Twitter, wherever. Let us know if you think somebody had a good week, somebody we might have missed or overlooked. because. That happens sometimes. I'm giving everyone that listens to slash watches this show permission to yell at us if we get this wrong. Whether it's oh, I thought you were going to give them a. Uh, I thought you were going to give them a preseason uh, warrior helmet to say thanks for hanging with us when there hasn't been a ton of uh, news to talk about. We can do that. We can give that. Uh, we can like, give First all the listeners and the watchers that. <laughs> we can give all the listeners and the watchers a warrior helmet for sticking through a all of the training camp and preseason stuff. I promise the regular season, six days away, people, we are almost there. And again, if you have any thoughts on the Warrior Helmet Wednesdays, if you want to submit your person that you think should get it, let us know. And if you think we're wrong, also yell at us in the comments or you can send us mean DMs and all that good stuff. But Again, I think that would do it, though, for this episode of the Locked on Penguins podcast. Thank you all so much for listening to slash watching this one. Pat and I will be back on Thursday to recap Wednesday's game against the Red Wings, and then we'll preview the Friday game, the final preseason game of the year, before we get into the first week of the regular season next week. We're super excited about that. But again, thank you all so much for tuning in. Really appreciate it. We'll be back on Thursday.